The heart chakra is one that we can see show up today due to our culture's obsession with power, attention, and engagement. The basic right of the heart chakra is to love and be loved. Sadly, this chakra is easily damaged or wound. Love is the energy that runs our lives. We cannot live without it, yet the world cries out for it. As we make our journey towards the higher self, our relationships painfully expose us to how little we love ourselves. In this podcast, we would dive deep into the power of the heart chakra. What causes imbalances with the heart chakra? Where, when, and why these imbalances start? And five action steps you can take today to balance the heart chakra. The goal with this chakra is to become the lover. The lover is a magnetic person who truly owns themselves and is easily recognizable because it's impossible not to be affected by their positive energy. In order to become the lover, we must master self-love. If we pivot our love towards others first instead of ourselves, we create an imbalance of loving too much. When we do, We wrap our love with jealousy, possessiveness, and emotional instability. We look outward to find love instead of inside, leaving us codependent on others for love. A common example of this personality is something we call the performer. The performer is someone who looks outside for love, fooling themselves that their wounds and lack of self-love can be handled by finding someone else to draw strength from. The deeper the womb, the bigger the performance becomes. You can easily spot a performer at parties, on social media, and in public. They can be loud in the center of attention. They tend to depend on the engagement and intention from others to feel loved, not knowing that the love they truly need to seek is self-love. Have you experienced heartbreak, betrayal, or loss of a loved one from ages 21 to 28 years old? We experience a consciousness of love during this time. In order for us to be conscious of love, we have to know what a heartbreak feels like. Everything has an opposite. In science, they call it polarity, which is an entity that containing two distant and opposite poles that can either attract or repel each other. Love cannot exist without an opposite, which shows up as a heartbreak or betrayal. After experiencing heartbreak, betrayal, or losing a loved one, we can battle with sadness, holding grudges, or grief. If we don't take the time to forgive and have compassion, we can find ourselves creating imbalances with the heart chakra. These dysfunctions can travel through all layers of energy, which is the subconscious, emotions, nervous system, organ and gland, as well as your muscular system. When it comes to the heart chakra, this is a, this shows up as a subconscious that can't let go of the person who broke their heart or betrayed them. It shows up emotionally with fear of being alone and codependency. The physical dysfunctions show up with shallow breathing, high blood pressure, or heart disease. The association body parts are heart, chest, lungs, and circulation, and the gland that connects to the heart chakra is the thymus. The more out of balance a person becomes with their heart chakra, the more it shows up in the body. I often see clients struggle with upper cross syndrome, which is tight chest muscles, rounded shoulders, and a forward head, placing pressure on their neck and chest. Their posture and body language creates a subconscious feature of closing off or not being confident. So the first step that we want to be able to get into to healing the heart chakra is forgiving. If you suffered a heartbreak or betrayal, it's time to forgive. Your heart has the capacity to receive and give love at 100%. When we hold a grudge, it takes space in our hearts, decreasing the capacity to receive and give love. When you forgive, you're not only letting go of the person who was at fault, but you are creating more space in your heart to love. Whatever you do to for others, you do to for yourself. A good exercise to do is, instead of looking at what the person did, 
Start becoming aware of the things you did as well. Start looking at your entire life and see where you made mistakes. Some were due to not knowing it was wrong and others were due from temptation itself. Have you forgiven yourself? Were you punished for your mistakes you made as a child? Did your parents hold grudges or punish you because of your mistakes? You will start to realize that you're not perfect and hope that others forgive you for the things you've done in the past. It may be your turn to do that for others at the moment. Forgive. More importantly, forgive yourself. Acceptance is one of the key steps to take when it comes to balancing your heart chakra, as well as raising your vibration of consciousness. The more you start to forgive yourself, the more you become aware of how much work it takes and how unaware you were of the mistakes you've made, giving you a perspective on why most people never forgive themselves, leaving them with a deficit of love within themselves and bringing that into a relationship which can cause heartbreak and betrayal. The people who broke your heart or betrayed you most likely don't fully love or have forgiven themselves and might be unaware of their repercussions. Understanding this makes you conscious of why this person may have hurt you. Remember, hurt people hurt people. Knowing this gives you the compassion to forgive. Step number two, the root. My mother was the first person to hurt me. I suffered from abuse and abandonment by my mother. The mistakes I made as a child came with painful consequences. The times I looked for my mother as a child for love and support, she left. She was on the streets getting high and chasing men. When she returned, I tried to get her attention. I performed. I made her laugh by making jokes and tried my best to be funny to keep her attention. When my mom got high or went into withdrawal, I had to find a place to hide. Her love turned into anger, aggressiveness, and abuse. As a child, I was confused about why she beat my siblings and me. Why did she leave us hungry and hurt if she loved us? As we got older, my older brother and sister became just like my mother. Angry, abusive, and addicts, which put both of them in jail. Today, they don't speak to my mother, and they are not the only ones that took that step of action. Most of my family doesn't speak to my mother. With all the trauma I suffered from my mother, I forgave her. I was obsessed with why my mother was the way she was. I learned my mother suffered from a tremendous amount of childhood trauma herself. She never healed her trauma, and my siblings and I reaped the consequences of that. I have compassion and love for my mother and understand if she never did what she did to me, I won't be the man I am today. Do you see what I did there? I flipped my trauma into a gift. The result of not having that mother love growing up made me codependent on my first two girlfriends. I was scared to lose them giving them all my love and energy, and not any for myself. This led both of them cheating on me, leaving me feeling betrayed and with a broken heart. I told myself I would never trust to love another woman again. And of course, this is a statement of belief to protect myself, and also I was ignorant to the fact that I was a part of the problem. After my second girlfriend cheated on me, I decided to look inward to do the work to heal, which is the next step we will take, self-love. When I first heard of self-love, I thought it was just looking in the mirror and saying, I love you. But this is only one small form of self-love. Self-love is taking the steps to take care of yourself. What time do you need to go to bed? What time do you need to eat? And what foods should you eat and avoid? Self-love is taking the time and energy and investing it back into yourself without putting others first and focusing on your needs, followed by the action. After my second relationship, I started uncovering my weaknesses and started to work on those first. I had no money, credit, a bad relationship with food, and anger issues. I started to take action by taking the time to learn more about how to make money in college, read books on how to build credit, and how to eat, move, and be healthy. I took time to do this every day, taking the steps of self-love. I saw most of my friends doing the opposite after a breakup. 
they immediately went to parties to drink and find someone else as a rebound, most likely breaking their heart. To be completely honest with you, I did this too for the first two months after my breakup. I was happy, I was honest with myself, and decided to make myself the main priority and forgive my ex. I actually was very thankful she did what she did. If she didn't, I wouldn't have figured out what was holding me back from becoming the best version of myself. I also wouldn't have met the love of my life later that year, who I've been with for eight years to this day. What steps do you need to take to start caring for yourself? Write these things down and do them each day to take care of yourself. Remember, taking care of yourself is a form of self-love. So if you're having a hard time saying I love you to yourself, you feeding yourself better, you improving your life, you you doing things that you want to do to take to improve your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health are all steps of self-love. The next step is I, we, and all. In order to stay consistent with loving yourself, you have to make yourself a priority, meaning you have to put yourself first. You can't love anyone else if you don't love yourself first. I understand how much we can love our families and the responsibilities our jobs can bring us, but it's essential to take care of yourself first. You come first, then we, family and friends, then work all. Most people who are out of balance with their heart chakra have this mixed up with either we or all coming first and I coming last. Remember, the more you love and care for yourself, the more you can give and help others. The next step is the heart. We have to make sure your heart itself is healthy. It's important to move your body. Exercise like cardio is a great way to build the heart to be strong. You don't have to work out really hard to accomplish this. Instead, you can go for a 45 to 60 minute walk to start off with. Nutrition is very important when it comes to accomplishing a healthy heart. There's a strong connection between metabolic syndrome and cardiovascular disease. A diet high in processed carbs, vegetable oils, and conventional meats can contribute to this. When it comes to the heart chakra, the essential food group is vegetables. As you can see, healing the heart chakra is taking steps to putting yourself first, being honest with yourself, and accepting who you are. The more you forgive yourself, the more you can forgive others, and the more space you create in your heart to give and receive love. You then have empathy and compassion for those who are hurt and hurt others. Understanding that happens to be someone who has a heart that is filled with unforgiveness, grudges, and hate, leaving no space for them to give or receive love. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you need more information, you can go in the description down below. Peace.